Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. A huge, warm, and grateful welcome to Carly Thompson-Barry, the founder of SA Woman. If you are a South Australian woman in business, you will most likely know the name and if not the face of this beautiful lady. So welcome, Carly. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to our chat today. Yeah, me too. I've got some really awesome questions to dive into. But first, um, for those that don't know you, because we have quite a broad um, listenership, um, all different places, uh, please introduce yourself in your own words, like who you are, what you do, and your business. Yeah, sure. Well, I think some people don't know me because I don't put my face up a lot on SO Woman. I'm trying to get better at that. But the introverted me is about I'll stand back and I'll put everyone else in the spotlight. So um, yeah, so I'm Carly. I am founder of SA Woman and I am a business nurturer and a weaver of women. So I really love to bring women together. Um, and a huge part of what SA Woman does, we sort of have three main pillars. So we're all about connecting women across South Australia. So both our regional and our cities and then showcasing all the incredible work that women are doing because I hugely believe that we are underrated and we are not seen enough so we do a lot of work on that front to share women's stories and then we also aim to empower women as well so really helping them I'm really passionate about you can't be what you can't see and I really want you know with having a daughter now as well to see women doing these things and going if they can do it then why can't I so that's another huge part of um, what we do and I've been in the space since 2013 it hasn't always been SA woman but I've been in this space of um, bringing women in business in particular together um, and I think that that passion has been there for a really long time even prior to that in the work I was doing before so yeah that was beautifully articulated <laughs> just yeah. off the cuff <laughs> yeah exactly no prep no anything we didn't rehearse that no not at all right from the heart <laughs> Right. I might have to go back. I might write that down. Yeah, so yeah. Come back to the recording and stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, so how did it all start for you? Like, how did your business journey start? Let's start there because, you know, you mentioned that you've been connecting women since 2013. Mm -hmm. um, is that where it started or how did you get catch the entrepreneurial bug? Yeah, so the entrepreneurial bug for me, I guess I grew up in a family. My dad had a business. He had a cabinet making business. And so I guess I've always been exposed to business. But I never saw it, I guess, as a path for me to go down through school. I was very much pushed towards university, not from my parents, but with my grades and um, that sort of thing. And that was the path I thought I had to go down, which I then did go down that. Um, but then my husband had the opportunity to take on a personal training, group personal training franchise um, called, it was Step Into Life at the time. And I then thought, you know what, you know, obviously I have supported him and helped him with it, but I also thought it might be great for me to go and do my qualifications just in case he needs help. And it was through that, that I really discovered my passion for helping women. And at that point in time was obviously with their well-being um, and helping them to feel better about themselves and watching their confidence grow. Um, I'm very passionate about body image as well. That's a whole other side of me. Um, and 
so from there, that sort of started the journey. So that was probably, I think we took that over 2009, the beginning of 2009. Um, and I was working full time at the time and gradually stepped my way out of work. Um, and then we took a big leap and went, you know what? With this, we didn't have kids at that point. We're like, now is our chance to give this a go. And I stepped out of my full-time job, which was in financial planning at the time and went into our business. And then my husband and I grew that significantly over the following years, but it got to sort of 2013. And I was really craving being around other women who understood the challenge that, that I was going through. I had a, um, an almost, what was Rylan? He was almost two then. Mm -hmm. one and a half and I just wanted to be around other women and I went to a um, conference run by the fabulous Catherine Hocking which a lot of people probably know of her as well um, and met with some women loved them loved catching up with them just filled my cup I'm like these women get me my mum's yeah. group didn't get me my friends yeah. didn't get me but these women got me and it was that moment I'm like oh, I need to spend more time with them so I set up went home that night set up a Facebook group it was a two-day conference went back the next day said hey I've you know connected with you online I've added you into this Facebook group I've created and you know would love you to come in well more and more women that day started hearing about this group and wanted to be part of it and that was where the journey began purely by chance wow. that I set up this Facebook group and that began the journey of SAS, um, which turned into the first Australian co-working space for women um, with an on-site crate here in Adelaide, which that then followed on for about three years before I made the decision to step out of that in 2017. Um, again, realising that my passion was around bringing women together and community and not about property management which is what I yeah, had for okay. so yeah. um it was like kind of realigning myself back into what was important to me yeah and that was when SA Woman I guess really properly began because before that it was a little magazine that I'd created um with that vision of shining a light on what women were doing in South Australia so I think I started that in 20 first issue was 2016 maybe um, so it's been a journey to get to where it is today and I think that's something particularly with business I think a lot of people think you step out of a job and you step into your dream business and bam it all happens but yeah. um, you know I guess for me this has almost been a 10-year journey yeah close to 10 years um, of getting to this point. Yeah it's an incredible evolution even to think for anybody in business whether you've been in business for you know, a year even, it's such a lovely exercise to reflect on how far you've come and how, you, how you got there. Yeah. Um, so did you know that SA Woman had the potential to impact so many lives in the way that it has already? And I know that it, I know that it will. <laughs> did you realise at the time? No, not at all, to be completely honest. I mean, I've got another business, which is called She Nurtures, and that's my business nurturing. And that at the time um, had, I guess, overtaken what SAS Place was for me. And SA Woman was just my joy project. It was just, um, I still really had that passion there for South Australian women in business and still wanted to kind of keep that community together. But most of my time was spent actually nurturing women in their businesses um, and helping them along their business journey. 
And it wasn't until it was the August I decided to, I actually stepped out for a few months to heal myself from a lot of burnout mm-hmm. um, and had a beautiful friend, Vicky, step in and look up, like, I guess, caretake essay woman for me for a few months. And the community was very small then. And then it was the August. I'm like, right, I'm ready to come back in. And what I had put in place wasn't really working well. And I went, I need to make a change. So I switched up the membership and changed how it was structured. And at that point, things just, I was just then holding on for the ride um, mm-hmm. for the, the next few years after that. So that simple switch, both in the membership, but also in my mindset of going, I'm going to give this one last crack of bringing women together um, in a supportive place and something that's all about that community over competition um, and community, you know, over competition and collaboration concept. And if it didn't work, I was willing to then step away and go, you know, I've done my best. I've tried to bring women together. It didn't work. I'm happy to let it go. But um, thank goodness it did work. <laughs> um, and now we have a 700 strong community of women all across the state um, supporting each other and cheering each other on. That's so encouraging because quite often in those early stages, you do feel like you're hitting your head against a brick wall. It literally mm. feels like a wall. But it just yeah. takes like one small change or one one last crack at it. And that yeah. quite often is the, like the one that you feel is going to break you. <laughs> it's the one that breaks the wall. And yeah. so that's really inspiring and encouraging. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. Um, and you mentioned earlier sort of the values that SA Woman embodies and your mm. personal values and the fact that you have to keep sort of realigning them. But mm. as the SA Woman brand evolves, like what are those values that you hold on to that guide your intuition to sort of to keep driving it forward? Yeah, I think for me, and this is something I guess I've been on for the last six months, which is why I also reached yeah. out to you recently yeah. for our little brand tweaks. Um, but was, you know, going back to why did I start? And for me, you know, it was that that support, that encouragement, that element of kindness and compassion for one another and to helping other women to soar. And that side of things particularly was incredibly important to me. Um, And that, you know, for me always goes before anything else. And my integrity is something that I hold very, very close to me. Um, And, you know, everything I do is generally with a lot of other people in mind, which can be incredibly frustrating at times when I'm trying to make decisions and I'm like how will this impact on that person and that person and I don't want them to feel like I might be you know potentially copying them so I won't do that because you know so all these things whenever I'm making decisions I'm thinking about the bigger picture in terms of not just myself but also about other people um, and how my actions will impact on them so that is very important to me to be in that space of of I guess of kindness and compassion for others as well and then there's the element of respect and that is something incredibly important and I think I've had a lot of women say you know in the community they haven't been in an environment where women as are as supportive as what they are you know all communities have their little moments but for most of them it's like it's just a different space and I've tried a few times to figure out what that (laughs) you know people like tell me what your secret is what's why it's like the KFC secret spices um but I'm like I actually don't know what it is but I do know what I stand for and I'm not here for drama I'm not here for bitchiness 
I'm here for women genuinely supporting and empowering each other to rise up higher. And I think that we can do that better if we do it together rather than in isolation. As I say that, I've got the hairs going up on my arm. Yeah, so did um, I. <laughs> I got the goosebumps. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so when it has come to um, Essay Woman, and I guess the last sort of year for me has very much about stepping back and going, you know, okay, you've been on this, like, hold on and just get through. Because I had a, my third child as well. Yes. Um, in, at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. So I think there was a lot of survival mode for a while. And sort of, um, I guess, last year it was yes. like, okay, I'm starting to think again. The brain can come out of the live. fog now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I know that you would completely understand. I totally understand that one. And then reevaluate what do what is SA Woman here for? What are we doing? What are we doing well? What are we doing not so well? And what do we want to do into the future? And also starting to strip back all those layers of expectation. And what everyone was asking me to do, because it's so easy as a people pleaser to want to please everyone. Um, and I've had to learn that I can't do mm. that. Um, and so going back again to why I started, what is SA Woman here for? What is our core, um, you know, I guess, mission and what we're here to do? And then we can start to filter out all my brain sparks <laughs> and the beautiful Jess's brain sparks. We have lots yeah. of epic um conversations but you know how can we filter those out and make sure that they're aligned with what the brand is and then bringing you on board um you know which people will see very soon to work on some elements for us as well um has been incredible um because that I feel has pulled so many pieces together mm. of what I felt was missing so yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a really beautiful, comprehensive answer. Um, so what I'd love to know is what's a lesson in entrepreneurship that you have had to learn over and over? Because I know that I have those sticky points and mm. I'm sure that everybody does. What's yours? Um, I think what I touched on before about staying true to yourself and also and this is something I have learned sadly a lot and mostly from women is that not everyone is there for you. Mm. So, and not everyone is going to think like you. So, whereas I might think a lot about other people and how my actions impact on them, not everyone is like that. And that has been a really tough lesson for me to learn. And it's happened on more than one occasion. So clearly it's something I'm here to learn. Yeah. Um, so that has definitely been something. And I think but the resilience that I've gained from that and being able to turn those experiences and go, what am I meant to actually learn from this? And often it's something I can also learn about myself or the direction I'm going in. Um, and so I guess like, you know, looking at that, it's looking at situations that may not have worked out the best, but what can we take and learn from that to then apply better into the future um, to help us to move forward? Yeah, hundred percent. And just on that, I guess, what, what are the qualities that you feel a woman needs to possess to succeed in, you know, not just like, not just in business, but just have their, you know, their version of success for their life? Because um, I know that Carly and I have spoken previously about the fact that business is not for everyone and that's okay, <laughs> but we're just yeah. in space and we've immersed ourselves in this space where it seems to be um that or nothing but we know that there are many other career options out there that you know may not 
may not be right for starting a business or that sort of thing. And so I guess I wanted to caveat this question with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So what do you feel are the, the best qualities or the strongest qualities that a woman needs to have to, to, cha- to I guess, have that mm. to chase what she's seeking? Yeah. I think it starts with self-confidence because mm. if you've got that, and I'm not talking about that in terms of being loud and out there and not that kind of confidence, but I think it's that confidence of self. So knowing who you are and what you stand for, because then that book, like I mentioned before, even when my business, that then becomes your filter for the decisions you make. Mm. And it also means that you can stand tall and be proud no matter what your decisions are. And I think there is a lot of pressure. Um, And as I mentioned, like before we jumped on, it was a podcast I listened to this morning where they were talking about business is this be all and end all like moment. That's what we're all striving for, but it's not for everyone. Mm. So it's looking at people. I mean, I work with my business nurturies. We talk a lot about what is your success definition. Society has told us that it should be about you know, reaching a six-figure business or how much money you make or how many awards you win. Um, But at the end of the day, that is going to be keep you feeling empty if that isn't actually what success means to you. So having that time to actually step back and go, what does success mean to me? And then being having that self-confidence to go, right, I'm confident in standing and owning that rather than feeling like we need to keep up with the Joneses, Joneses or do what other people are telling us we should be doing. Um, and again, with business, you know, there's so much amazing information out there to run a business today, but I like to think of it a bit like parenting advice, <laughs> you yeah. know, you can take it all in, but you don't have to apply it all. So having that self-confidence and knowing, like you touched on before, what your values are and what's important to you allows you to filter out the information that isn't going to be right for you and your, you know, your part, your career path. Wow. <laughs> that was that was amazing so profound okay so wrapping up yeah what and it's kind of this is kind of in alignment with what we were just talking about but yeah your one wish for our daughters to live a life of freedom and opportunity I think it's exactly that knowing that whatever path they choose is the right path for them and I think you know for my sons and for my daughter the main thing I want for them is that they're in a career that they love and that they're happy with a career that you uh, you know that you don't need to take a holiday from and it's something my husband and I talk about a lot is that you know we don't take many holidays and it's not because you know we don't or we're too busy but we actually don't feel the need to because we don't because we love what we do so much it doesn't feel like a struggle to work each day um so yeah so I hope for them that they can find that thing and have that um, confidence and that resilience to stand tall in their own beliefs and um, follow the path that lights their heart up like my path does mine. Yeah, so beautiful. And that's that's exactly my wish as well. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> no worries. Well, they're our future, aren't they? You know, like Absolutely. I think looking at all that's happening in the world today, I think, oh gosh, but when you look at so much of it, it's not our generation and it's not the generations below us. It's those that have come before us that are causing a lot of the issues in the world today. So, you know, it's up to us and it's our children that they're going to be the ones that are going to make the change. So it's up to us to help empower them to follow that. Yeah, exactly. So what's next for SA Woman? What's next? What's next? I'm hoping some events are next. Yay! I really <laughs> After COVID has like decimated that part of my business, I'm really hoping that some events will be able to come 
um, again. And, you know, we're going to be doing a lot more about sharing the stories of women in South Australia. So definitely women in business is going to continue to be a big passion of mine, but also women in careers and not just women who are the CEOs and the high level women. Um, I chatted to an amazing woman at the um, Governor's Breakfast on Tuesday and she's been at Government House for 22 years in her role and she works behind the scenes and I look at her and I'm like you know without you all this other stuff wouldn't happen so how can we also celebrate those women as well as our leaders as well as our business owners so for SA Woman you know I really want us to be sharing the stories of all women in the hope that we can um, inspire and empower particularly girls and women young women coming through but even for women who might not be doing something they love right now to have you know see what other women are doing go hey they're doing that why can't I oh yeah you know I'm going to change jobs or I'm going to start a side business or I'm going to do whatever you know follow their joy um and yeah make that a big part of you know what we're doing moving forward so yeah. Well, that all sounds very exciting, particularly events. I know that's something that you've really been missing. Yeah. And so fingers <laughs> crossed, touch wood, everything keeps going how it's going so that we can. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so- nothing like the energy of a room full of women together, the power that comes from that yeah. and that just stays with you even after the event. It's just indescribable. So. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to experiencing it soon. <laughs> Bring <laughs> so, it on. Yay. So I have some um, really fun rapid fire questions to wrap up so that we can get to know Carly a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to ask you what your favourite is mm-hmm. of all okay. of these words. So you just need to right. the first thing that comes into mind, um, even if it's embarrassing. Totally. You know I'm an overthinker, right? We're in good company. Yeah. <laughs> right. What's your favourite app? Oh, Facebook, because that's where my whole community sits. <laughs> yes. Um, time of day. When all the kids are in bed. No. <laughs> um, no, the more I'm, I love the mornings, particularly when I can get out this morning, I did it and went out for my walk because it's yeah. never, it's not too hot, particularly summertime. It's not too hot then. So um, yeah, I love them. that time of not too early, like once the sun is up. I went for yep. a walk this morning too. It was beautiful. It was such a nice morning. <laughs> the water was like grass out there. It was beautiful oh this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Digress. Okay. Exercise. What's your favorite um, exercise? Walking and being outdoors, which, you know, we have an outdoor PT business, so that kind of fits in that. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Your favorite habit? Oh, favorite habit. Or ritual? I'm trying to think even what I do. I do like to read a book at night before I go to sleep because it helps me to wind down and shut my brain off um, because that can be a noisy time of night for my brain. So I've got something else to focus on. Reading a book is a really good way to end my day. Yes, I agree. Um, What's your favourite way to relax? Hanging out with friends away from my children. (laughs) I I sound awful. I love my children, but just having that opportunity for it to sit down with a friend or two and have a coffee and just talk with no interruptions um, is really one of my favourite ways to relax. And I think self-care and relax can be made to be a big thing. Like you have to go and have a massage or you have to go and do this, but sometimes it can be that simple action of just sitting down for a moment and sipping a coffee and chatting to some friends, particularly outside. We've got a great cafe down here. Um, close to home that's outside and you can sit in the sun and fresh air it's beautiful so 
So yeah. Yeah, I get it. That's perfect. Um, okay, last one. What's your favorite thing about your business? The women, the community. Like, I mean, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a business if it wasn't for you all. So um, that has to be my favorite part. And how much I have learned and grown from being surrounded by everyone. Um, yeah, you all inspire me. So that's my favorite thing. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> Okay. I'm glad I didn't I'm glad I didn't know any of these questions beforehand because if I had known them before you would have taken notes. Would, it would yeah it wouldn't have it flows so nicely I love the fact that these conversations these recordings these podcasts they're all genuine conversations so yeah. I prepare I do prepare questions but yeah. I don't always ask all of them and quite often whatever we're talking about I will intuitively come up with another question and I think that's that's the beauty of it so thank you thank you You're so much for thank you and sharing thank so vulnerably me. and beautifully and generously um I've I've loved I've loved it and I know that when you know when we go live with it there'll be a lot of ladies who love hearing your story and being inspired by everything that you do as well um so where can we find you so um, SA Woman Australia is our social media handle and you can also find us on our website, sawoman.com.au um, and I'm Carly Thompson-Barry on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Fabulous. Well, if you are an SA woman, absolutely 100% come and join the community because it is beautiful. Yes. Yeah, it really is. We're incredibly lucky, the most wonderful bunch of women that are part of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, come and join us. Thanks so much, Carly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this week's episode of Brand Lover, take a screenshot of wherever you're listening and share your biggest takeaway on Instagram or Facebook. And don't forget to tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you personally. Also, feel free to subscribe and leave a review to help the Brand Lover podcast reach more heart aligned entrepreneurs just like yourself. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.